0: Welcome back to Induction Noise, the official carbs and coffee podcast. And today, as always, I am Mr. Q. I've got Niku here with me. Uh, How's it going? I've got Neil. Who's it? And Andre has decided to grace us with his presence as well. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) A man of many words, clearly. Um, So today, we're going to be discussing uh, a little bit of Memory Lane I guess, a a little trip down where we came from, I guess, and possibly what ignited some of our passions for cars and whatever. We're going to be talking about cars that our dads owned. Um, And, I mean, I know for a fact my dad, for example, owned quite a lot of cars. He was a bit like me, uh, in fact, a lot like me, in that I probably got his disease... Where we change our cars pretty much as often as we change our underwear. Um, so yeah, I mean, you guys must have had pretty similar experiences, I guess. Yeah,
1: so so with my dad working in the bank as well, I think he he, he drove around a lot for the bank, etc.
0: So when he- you say working in the bank, does that mean he was a bank robber?
1: Well, you can take it as you want, you know. Some of the work happened inside the bank. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Either or bank robber or not, he, he he's still there, you know. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, he used to change cars quite often since he put a lot of miles on, and uh, he was very BMW focused. He was a BMW man. Um, when you it, were
2: born, what car? What did you have BMW?
1: You yeah, when I was born, as far as. I believe he used to, he, he had a BMW either five series or three series. Always three or five series. Um, he 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 always used to, or not. He used to tell me, but he told me um, went a bit off the path at one stage, and he bought a Mercedes, and it was the worst pile of dump he's driven, and just went back to the BMs, and he was quite a big advocate for the, the wagon. Okay. So he yeah, had 3 series it's and a five something. series. Something Mr. Q is excited I do about. Do you like a wagon? I love a wagon. And he doesn't don't... like a wagon? <laughs> <Sorry>. Wa-
2: wagon.
3: <laughs> what? Oh, <sorry>. Wagon. It's
0: wagon. Edit
3: that out. Do pause What's
1: In particular, he bought the diesels because, I mean, as I said, he was tra- doing long distance, uh, he was traveling a lot, etc. And, I mean, BMW's diesel motors are superb, they superb motor vehicles, uh, in my opinion. And then my mum used to have uh, uh Opel and then she got a Fiat Palio. Remember the Fiat nice. Palio? Dude? Oh,
3: wow, yes, <laughs> that was quite <laughs> like an interesting
1: course. car. Uh, and yeah, from there, my dad started uh, looking, we started in like overlanding, etc. And one of the best ACVs we had at a stage was a. Uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, but with the 5.7 Hemi motor.
2: That's a proper engine.
1: It's such an ignorant engine. And I remember uh, we were at a camping site and I think I was like 15 or 16 or something, but um, it was like a family gathering and about, let's say, a kilometer or kilometer and a half or however far it was on the same farm still. still. They went and picked up the people that worked where we where we were sleeping, et cetera, every morning, and I used to drive with the Land Cruiser. But this morning, my dad said, "Okay, look, it's early. The owners is going to be there. You way too young. Drive with the Jeep and go get them with the Jeep." And uh, the Jeep saved me from getting pummeled by uh, a rhino. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> every morning we we drove, well, I drove past the runners and they were chill. I mean, it, they, it's like they knew the land crews. They're like, oh, that piece of nonsense again, you know. Don't care for that. But when this uh, this growling V8. What color was the Jeep? Blue. <coughs> dark blue. Navy. <laughs> um, uh, I was driving and then there was two runners on the right, two on the left. And the... I don't know, one side of the family of Reiner's just got pissed off and they <laughs> ran over the street, over the, the the road. I jumped on the brakes and bear in mind, this is like soft, soft sand. <laughs> jumped on the brakes and the nose just went <laughs> dug into the sand and that horn, in my mind, it basically graced the clear count of the paint. <laughs> and... Uh, once that that once they were passed, I saw the others coming towards me. I just flat footed up, four wheel spin, sh- <laughs> out there, Um sand everywhere. That brilliant thing, brilliant motor. It was just a bit low um, before. SUV. And then recently, my dad's gotten quite a few uh, pretty cool cars that I've done. I uh, know Andre would appreciate one of them. This is the Ford Raptor, uh, yep. that dirty little secret of yours. Brilliant, brilliant, love a brilliant. brilliant I, I don't
0: think a Raptor can be classified as a dirty little secret. It's just cool. <laughs> it is mm. cool. It's um, a truck. Um, well, you don't so
2: understand because cool. we're alpha guys. So for me, <laughs> buying a Ford would be
0: like supporting <laughs> the blue bulls.
2: So, But Fords are cool.
3: Well, if you're a blue bull, you would think the bulls are cool. I understand <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, but I'm not a blue bull and Fords are cool.
3: Are you the only guy between the four of us <laughs> that thinks Fords are cool. No, no, apart I'd, from the Raptor, I, I'm, I'm just the only guy between the four cool. of
0: us who's right because Ford. <laughs> <cool. laughs> so what I'm hearing is the the Raptor is not a well. I mean, everyone
1: just calls it a Raptor. That's actually a good 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 fact. Like no one calls it a Ford Raptor, Ford
2: Ranger <laughs> Raptor. Yeah,
1: everyone's just like the Raptor, and everyone like yes,
2: <laughs>
0: that's a cool thing. It's kind of like Madonna, it just goes by one name.
2: Yeah, but um, I like the previous Raptor as well. I like the diesel. Uh, Ford Ranger Raptor nah. as well. I, I'm I'm not just after the new one because of all the power. I like the idea of something that's got a proper off-road suspension,
0: like a Fox. Yeah, I mean, you, can you, you, can, can, that, yeah, really. you can you can literally abuse that you can take it. it.
2: You can go rally with that thing, and you know, cover some good ground off-road. I it I looks cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it looks cool, and I think it's great. But I I just hate the motor of it because. It it feels like you diesel ma- yeah because you're making something so menacing and I'm not saying give it millions and millions of horsepower but just uh, something a bit more. I mean you don't want to be struggling at 160 on the highway. I know you can't go. If you, you want to go 160
0: on the highway the, with something that's made to go the off Raptor road. diesel will do 160 on the highway. But, it but that's about that. No. Why do you want to do it? more
2: though? It's not made for that. It's like. If you may as well, if you, if you, if you. For me,
0: the big problem with the diesel one is the sound. Yes. Because half oh. the fun of a of a ridiculous Bucky is the fact that it makes a cool growly noise.
2: Yes, that's true.
0: And the Raptor makes a cool growly noise. My Isuzu KB320 made a cool growly noise. <laughs> a V6 in a Bucky is. is... It, it just sounds mm. cool, and very few manufacturers are still making V6 buckies. Uh... Basically, most of, no most of them. Well, if well, it's a V6, V6 it's a diesel. Bucket. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. No one's making V6 petrol buckets. Well, I don't even know if Toyota is making the. Well, there's very few petrol buckets around if you're honest. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if Toyota makes a petrol bucket anymore. Interestingly, the,
2: the funny they thing do is, is
3: that, if you look yeah, at off-road racing, the majority of them are all doing V6 twin turbos now. Right? Toyota's doing petrol. it. Petrol. Yeah. Toyota's well, doing, it, performance, doing it. If you want performance, you're going to do that, right? Yeah. It kind of like tells you something. I mean, of course, performance. But you look at like its endurance, long distance. There's something to be said, I think, for a bit of a halo, sort of a, a halo cool model with a V6. So I mean, uh, kudos to Ford for actually doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it would
0: be quite cool if Toyota made a GR version of the Hilux with a the four-liter V6. They do, but it's yeah, just it's a, a diesel, normal yeah. one with some plastic no, no, slapped like, onto it. With yeah. A VR with a proper V6 yeah. in yeah. it, yeah, 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 yeah. nice. Yes, gearbox you know. of some description, or a Lexus Proper V8 or, f- or something. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: They did, they did
2: make one a few generations back. They made like this. It's a, it, it's not. It wasn't the mainstream. You couldn't buy it. It was like from from Toyota, or they made like a really handful like five of them, which I believe it had a it had a Lexus V8 in it. Was during it was like at the
0: car. Yeah, uh, they, a few they years ago. Those, but they were like showpieces. It yeah, was yeah like they the, were like they had like a three UZ in them or something yes, like that. Yes. But yeah. they were
2: kind of fire-breathing things.
0: But They, they, were, you they had buy the, them at the Rallycross. Like, yeah. Um, a couple of years ago at the Rallycross, they had a stand where they had one or two of them on show.
2: But they were like just a speed It were more like a yeah, showpiece kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it was a cool idea. That's
0: awesome. Now, if they put that into production, that would be kind of cool. I would yeah. like that. Anyway, the, so a, we, a can lot of we can go. A lot of
2: boogies were all it. But yeah. We can go We can go over a tangent on how cool the ride is, <laughs> but I think you are still talking about the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And,
1: then, and then he has, a, still in a BMW game, an X5 M50D, which is also an awesome motor. That diesel motor that, that BMW makes, I mean, it's got, some German was again crazy, like with the G63 and put four turbos on a diesel motor and said, there you go, uh, fun now. Those things are strong. They strong mm-hmm. as hell. Pull a bus. It's, with it. it's a it's a strong car. It's and just
0: got so much torque. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then add a few stuff in between, etc. And we've got a XC90. That's also cool, but that's a cool mom's car, you know. It's my mom would tell you that's the best car in the world. Certain um, so members of the, carbs
0: and coffee will tell you it's yeah. the
1: best car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the XC and it's the XC90 T8. So it's got the hybrid system as well, and so she never frozen fuel anymore unless she is driving further than to work and back. And when she's list to drop you uh, from robot to robot, that thing shifts with the hybrid power. But right. but, but, but from, from my childhood, et cetera, in my mind, always a cool dad's car was either some diesel sedan that was faster than it actually looked, like it surprises you, a wagon or a CV. That's, that's that's what that I would qualify. Yeah, that's my background as, as dad, a dad's course. car. Because, and, and, I mean, look, my, my, my father played around with the ideas like with buying a 335i, uh, which I obviously thought was the coolest thing ever, or like the uh, C43 AMG. Um, but, I mean... Which wasn't a V8, so not really. It doesn't hey, count as an AMG really. Those cars are great. It may
2: as well have been a Honda VTEC with an AMG. No, AMG. no, no. Those,
1: those, the, the V6, the V6, and those C43s are awesome, awesome Bucky with V6, cool. AMG, S- with AMG V6 with V6, cool. <laughs> Mustang mm. with V6, not cool. <laughs> not cool. <laughs>
2: but, uh, but, you, but you must also, I, uh, I also just kind of worked it out now. If my maths isn't dropping me, I'd need to ask some advice from Neil Yeah. No, please don't.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Neil I, remember, I
3: don't know what year the World War is in, so like it's N- I N- world N-
2: war Neil Moonlight so. as a as a as a math tutor oh. so. uh, and a
1: research legend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's our resident uh, math and uh, math and Wikipedia expert, <laughs> well, <laughs> among, I, I among do, other things. But in, in fact, is a bit you can check him job, out so on it's... Wikipedia. He's got his own page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, At nilisheavy.com. you know. What I, realized,
2: <laughs> what I realized was that it, when you were born, um, the kind of cause your dad had, or when you were young, was they weren't even classics. They were like. They couldn't even qualify as modern classics, right? No, so I was thinking it's kind of newer cars for us, it's just like a yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking look, your list dad, was quite yeah. interesting, and then it was quite newer cars, and then I realized, well, yeah, so yeah, they so, would have been, um, yeah, <laughs> <have> been. yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, I unfortunately missed the era when my dad drove alphas and um. I, I don't know if he told me the story or, or who told me the story, but but he said he, he used to drive his, I believe he had an Alfa Sud. Um,
0: Generally considered to be the then, worst car ever, wasn't yeah, it?
1: No, nonsense.
3: It, I was don't know, a, it was a candidate for the best car of the century. It's not the best front wheel handling, front wheel drive. Pretty, pretty much. And it was, it, was, it was a candidate as the first
1: hot hatch. That was before the GTI. Hmm. anyway and then it's... and then after that the Giletta like yeah the 80s Giulietta yep. or so Um, and he used to go visit my mom at uh, uh, where was it uh, I almost said Tabanshu it's not Tabanchu. but anyway it's like uh, about Tlocalán 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 so from Blumfentang So I mean that's what about a four hour drive or something like that but then he used to get in that uh, Giulietta and there was more like a back roadish road and he used to He says it was like quite cool, and the Giulietta just handled it brilliantly.
0: Now, if you find yourself in your dad's car on a dirt road doing 160 k's an hour and suddenly a tree steps out in front of you, um, obviously I'm not going to suggest that you ever do anything as irresponsible as that, but if it were to, you know, happen without necessarily you being in control or or something along those lines um don't worry because today's sponsor can actually sort you out uh master panel beaters have sponsored this entire season of uh, induction noise and they are of course major structural repairers in montague gardens Uh, these guys do amazing work on cars of any make size description whatever it doesn't matter how big or small the job is, if you need anything done to your car, either paint work, structural work, dent repair, part replacement, any anything like that, these guys honestly do a spectacular job and the car always looks better than you expect it to when it comes back to you. So if you need anything done to your car, check out Master Panel Beaters on our Facebook page, on our website, or you can also find them on Facebook. And speak to Stephen and his team; they will help you out. Let's get back to the show.
2: And then lovely you cruisers.
0: You, you've probably got like a list of alphas that your dad's owned.
2: There's a there's a list.
0: Um, our, and Japanese SUVs, I suppose. Ooh, my dad. Yeah, does not he have like a load of?
2: No, no. More recently, now oh, got, okay. he's got those little Toyota R2 things. Um, but yeah, so in terms of dad cars, when I was born, so. Alpha Julia, super. So I had no chance, right? I mean, that was the car that I was born into. <laughs> um, you were I mean,
0: inducted into the cult at yeah, an early exactly. age. Exactly. I had
2: no chance. It was my DNA, and it just got reinforced from there. So we had the Julia, and then we d- drove that for quite a few years. My dad had the car for sixteen years. So a few years before I was born, he got that car, and it was that car. Just did everything. Um, it. Um, there's some cool stories where um, uh, the the handbrake at some point didn't work, so my mother what something broke on the Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's nothing important, right? Oh, I mean, it's it was just like a handbrake, handbrake. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so my mother tells the story where she was she took my grandmother and my dad's youngest brother. He was a lot younger. Um, he was I think he just he was a student or was in high school or something. So I think my father was still in the army and he was away. So she took them to go see the movies at the drive-in. So they were driving with a car. They went with Alpha, but the handbrake didn't work properly. So every time that she wanted to park, the thing went down to the next level. (laughs) So just when she thought and eventually they ended up right up in front of the screen, looking up. (laughs) But anyway, so 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 the Julia is what I grew up with, Um, and yeah, I mean I've got lots of memories. Uh, we went to, my grandparents stayed in uh, the old uh, Namibia in those days. Uh, so we went to Vintuk. We drive there and and uh, there was some dirt road that we took somewhere. And uh, my dad was doing about 160 k's an hour on the speedo, which obviously was, you know, Ambitious. It, it, it would have been, the real speed would have been within the speed limit. But he was doing oh, before, 160 yeah. k's an hour on the speedo. And my mother said, well, you know, what happens now if the tire bursts? You know, like, you know, basically she was saying, you know, you're being, uh, being irresponsible now. What happens <laughs> if the tire bursts? So my dad was, well, then I stopped and I put it on a spare wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, how my dad tells it. It was a few seconds after that, like within a minute, the tire burst. Um, <laughs> and he basically just, you know, I just stands on and put another tire on and, and went along. So, I mean, that that was, that was an amazing car. 160 on a dirt road, no problem. Yeah. First tire. Um, Love that car. And then we uh, got a junior as well, okay. a 1750 series one, the very yeah, special yeah. one. We got one of those cars. So from a small age, I was, I would sit in the back, right? Like, you know, there's there's, there's no space yeah. <laughs> in a junior. Mm-hmm. The back, that was, I grew up. We That was our car. We would go on long journeys with that. I was the only child that helped.
0: If we were uh, like yeah. four kids, that would have been, you, Would you say that's what stunted your growth? In. very possibly I, I,
2: have, I do have kind of this I do have kind of this
0: Italian kind of
2: you know short legs long torso so I'm pretty sure that's got something to do with it it's, it's, it was almost a bit like uh, Neil sitting in the back of a gymney. you can imagine me sitting in, in the back of a Junior
1: how cool um, is those bucket seats in the back of a Junior
2: they're amazing they're so cool so, so we had the Junior and then we traded that in on a GTV the Alfetta GTV that we oh, had okay, yeah. uh, we also went on road trips with that thing um, a Feta GTV, then we had a Julieta 80s Julieta. I was never a fan of that when we had it. Um, the look of it, um, and then we had a, and at the time we also had a, um, my dad also during this time we always had Alphas, but my dad also had other interesting cars. He always had Lurking some around. project car. So, actually, something that I remember from a youngest age, we had this thing in the garage, a bit like your. You know sports car in the garage there's the Ni- canoe which nico calls the canoe yeah. you know it's kind of just i mean your daughter grew up around this thing that's just in the house but you're not quite sure where it fits in my dad uses that as a table but maybe it's a car I don't daddy know. daddy it's, got it's wheels a monster on. it's got wheels on but i've never seen them turn so maybe it's a it's a imagine her dad's stories one day um so so hurts, there was this man. thing this weird there was this weird coupe thing in the garage um, and it was a mini Marcos. Oh. Dude. Yes. So these things are these. Oh, wow, yes, they're yeah. quite sought after. They actually did yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Lamar with those mm. way back in the day. So it, it's a bit of a death trap, though. <laughs> it is a mini It that's just replaced the mini chassis with like a glass fiber yeah. kind of. The whole thing is like a glass fiber shell. It's hella, un, you know, but it's super light and it's a nice looking thing. Yeah. So we owned that for many, many years. And my dad was kind of working on it. Eventually, we sold it. Before it was done, I think, my dad also bought a combi camper, like, with the roof <clears> that <throat> opens up with the fridge inside and all those things. That was a project car that we never quite got to. He didn't finish that, so he was... He had a lot of these projects, like many of us do. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Um, But he also had My a... project's
0: going to be finished, <clears throat> I don't know. Yes,
3: yes, one day. We've offered um, so many times to help you. I don't know why you want to take it, why they don't yeah. take us up on the offer? One day, but... you we
0: turn lot... up at, like... F- in mid-afternoon and then say it's early
2: so so, 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 so folks just for context we come here like every so many Sundays we come here and we're like hey let's work on your car and it's like no 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 we'll just rather talk nonsense than record it and that's why we have a podcast (laughs) basically (laughs) that's why we've got a podcast basically Um, so so another interesting one was my dad had a he had a uh, a hot rod it was a uh, 40s Chev. Based on a 40s Chev, um yellow with the engine being open, um with a V8, I think it was a Ford V8 in there, like this massive V8 motor. Wait, ins- wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Your dad bought a Ford?
2: No, I didn't get a Ford engine in it. It was a it was uh <laughs> my dad had other cars with Ford engines um before I was born. Um but this was this was a proper, like, you know, with the chrome wheels, you know, with these the show kind hard of rod. hard rods, yeah. Um you couldn't go fast, you couldn't really go around a corner. It just made a hell of a noise and it was so the inside of this thing, it looked like a couch with these like uh these buttons in the seats. It looked like a big black like, couch <laughs> on the inside. And um it had this plaque on the on the front, uh on the dashboard that said abandon all hope. Abandon all hope. He who enters the... <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So so yeah, that was quite a fun car. Um, I remember one Christmas, my my uncle, my dad's youngest brother, dressed up as Father Christmas and came round with this. And we had all my cousins and everybody was there. And he brought the presents with this with this uh, hot rod. Hot rod. So so actually, we had quite a few interesting things growing up. I mean, not many guys can say that those yeah. kind of mm. cars in the house. Um, but the rest of them were, were were more alphas. We have this the coolest one of the most uh, legend cars we had. We called it Fall Donkey. Was the, it was the Alpha SAD the SAD Sprint that looks like a mini Alpha GTV. It's a little coupe. Um, it was a 1300 from the 70s. And that car my dad used to drive from, from our house to the station. My dad used to take the train into the city uh, to commute. So he used to drive from our house about two kilometers or so. He would drive with that and leave it. In the rain or shine, in the Western Cape, outside, like in the winters and everything, so you can imagine the rust on that thing. Yeah. So um, it was uh, like a scooter. Yeah, it was like a scooter. You use it like you would use
1: a scooter. You drive somewhere, Mm. you leave it there. For not having rust. So that's the
2: first car that I ever drove in. Technique, first car that I ever started and actually
1: moved. that's a big, a big thing as a kid when your dad says you can move the car. So or this, you can pull it out now and then w- help me wash it. That was a big So, so my dad
2: still tells the story. He was on the phone with someone, with a friend of his um, in the house. He was on the phone. I think my mother was visited somewhere. And this car was standing. And we had a long long, uh, uh, driveway. So the car was standing in a driveway. And I asked my dad, like, yo, when you drive a car, like, how do you, you know, I never could figure out when do you change gear. I mean, you're seven <laughs> years old. Like, you don't understand yeah, this stuff. Exactly. There's no other car drives. So I asked my dad, so if you started, like, how do you in the clutch? And I was asking all these questions. And my dad was on the phone, and the next moment he heard the car start. So I was, so I start the car myself, and I was trying to reverse on the driveway, forwards and backwards. And that's the first, and I I did that a few times. So, exactly. And I did that. So that's where it all started. That's Well, the first you followed the
1: instructions very well. <laughs> so
2: so that was, I wanted to do that. I did it. Um. Yeah, so the cars I grew up with was mostly Alfa's. Um, we had uh, the fastest car that I can remember that we had was we had an Alfetta um, 80s Alfa Alfetta 2 litre that car it was originally a you got a turbo in South Africa you got an Alfetta turbo a 2 litre turbo that was developed with Alpine developments it was a hell of that thing was like 150 kilowatt in those days it was faster than the GTP 3 litre Yeah, but uh, someone we knew through the Alpha Club he had this car but there was problems with the turbo so we bought the, the chassis without the turbo uh, without the engine and my dad got a strong two liter normal normally aspirated two liter that was nicely tuned that was strong we put it in there but that car had upgraded gearbox um, upgraded uh, suspension from the GTV6 um that thing would cruise at under 200, 220 ks an hour normally aspirated two liter yeah. it was it was a beast obviously
0: you need to take it to Mexico to do it. Yeah that. absolutely yeah,
2: yeah. On those <clears throat> days course, course. the way to the northern cape is through Mexico in those days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that thing was that thing ate up miles like a six cylinder BMW. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of my cause growing up was always some sort of alpha, um, with some interesting things thrown in between. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, it's quite interesting because there's obviously like an age gap or whatever, but um, when when you're growing up, like it was almost like normal to pull an engine out and put something else where. When I was growing up, that's like no, it's maintenance and warranty and kind of like bored yeah. it down a little bit. It was like, didn't
2: buy new cars. Yeah, um, at some point later, my, we we got a Uno, uh, a Uno Pacer SX, um, which had some fuel in, the first one with fuel injection. We had one of those cars, and that little thing was actually a lot quicker than people thought it was. Oh. Um, you had to wind it up because it didn't have much power, but once it got going. Um, it was. It wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, but they're uh, mostly office.
0: Yeah, good surprise man. Surprise
2: there. Uh, <laughs>
0: surprise, surprise.
3: Neil, you you had the Passat, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like thinking, how clearly like how do I cut that out of the conversation again? <laughs> um, so I mean, in in terms of um, my my dad will tell you quite clearly when you when you ask him about his, his taste in cars, he's always loved cars, but he said he's a very vanilla sort of guy. He's never really. Um, you know wouldn 't really go for the top of the line model or anything like that or anything too flashy it 's also i think a bit of a byproduct of his of his of his job um you know the 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 congregation wouldn't really um, I think smile upon um, having the duomini driving around in an AMG. Not that um, you know he doesn't earn the salary like a lot of these uh, African pastors. So that's not in any case part of the was well, maybe in the budget <laughs> the budget. But um, he, I, I most certainly like in terms of the the automotive things that we would do and get involved in. I mean, one of the things I remember. I'll get to the the cars I remember in a bit. But you know, growing up in the Overberg um, in the 1990s and early 2000s, rallying was massive. Like the Overberg yeah. Rally was, you know, that was Toyota factory teams late on but a Ford, but it was mainly Toyota versus VW. So you're either a Damso fan or you're a Habich fan. And yeah. we were f- we were squarely in the Habich side because I okay. grew up in a VW household. The car my dad had was actually, I mean thinking back now, it was quite cool when we when when I was born is he had a, a Jetta 2 a GLI. Yes. Um which is like the top of the range it's the, the one Ford or GTI. Oh it's the, the it's the sedan version of the GTI. Yes. Yes, so that was the one with the nice rims, that a bit of like the, the spoiler spoiler on the back, um, and after that, I mean, we had a variety of different of different Jetas, but he's he's sort of history, and funny enough, my mom's car history as well. Like my mom grew up in an Alpha. And, and Porsche household. We, no way. We, we, my, mom, we, my grandfather on her side had a, had a variety of alphas. No and way. his best friend uh, was a big Porsche aficionado. So, so it's my in mom, your DNA,
2: really, actually,
3: yeah, if my, you think about it. My mom went to the, the Kailami 9 hours in the back of a 911. That was the thing. My, my what? Grand, my grandfather and his best friend and um, the, the two wives. And their friend had a little, a little buck that they picked up next to the road whose name was Optel. And that bike, my and then my mom, my mom was basically lying <laughs> underneath the rear end of a Porsche at the time. I mean, I know no when went to go watch that. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, <laughs> my grandfather, at Alphas, his friend was into Porsche. My dad is actually from Ford um, Granada and, and nice. uh, ba- ba- back background. Mike, he's dad had a lot of Granadas. And we, I think it's the thing when you get a family like my parents had before we were born, had a variety of Minis, Beetles, Cortina, Buckies. So, and uh, the, the, the earliest car, the last car, like I remember that's slightly older, we had a little Escort. 1980s escort and it's the one with the little the clock was you talked about the mirrors when we talked in the previous yeah. episode the but the the little the little escort had its little clock was in the, the roof lining yeah. okay actually which is quite i mean it was, was also little bit of a little square one as well? and those yeah. are the, those yeah. are the front wheel drive escorts yes already. yes the front yeah. wheel drive Escort is escorts okay. the xr3 model mm. i think the equivalent of yeah. it um but yeah subsequent to that i mean we had a variety of vw's i really like the, 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 the Jetta 4 we had, the 2-liter, that was like the sort of millennium design mm. of VW at the time. Um, more recently, um, he's converted into more of a Toyota aficionado. He really, really likes Toyota, and I can see why. Um, but funnily enough, there's one thing in the garage I really, really lust after at the moment that I'm definitely pushing to buy from him, and he's got a, mm-hmm. a, a, a late 2000s, it's not a car, but a little Honda CTX Bushlander. It's a little farm bike that they yeah. built for the Australian market. It's like the, it's almost like a smaller DRZ, you okay. know, the DRZ of Suzuki yeah. they used in the on farms, you know, mm. and and this little bike, he's got one that he used but, to potter around town. So this is
0: a little bit like Charlie Brown when you start talking motorbikes, all I hear is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it will be very short. But I mean, that thing is <laughs> these little bikes. I don't think they're made anymore, um, but it's got nine thousand kilometers on it, wow. and he he probably puts. Not even 100k a year on it. What? So that's a little exactly. 200cc bike that that I tell them like that's what I want. I'm gonna buy it from you. Like nice. that's the one thing like I want to like you know go and cruise around and it's uh, and- it's quite rare to see those sort of utilitarian. Yeah. things in that sort of condition still because yeah. they're still, you know, it's garage. Lots it's of perceived. them are on
2: farms and being stuffed yeah, and being exactly. out in the, ra- you know, yeah. elements. I'm thrown away, being sold but to those, go on holiday. But I mean, know? those things yeah. are, uh, it's a Honda, right? Yes. A Honda, small Honda four-stroke bike is probably one of the most reliable things that you will find in your life. Like, the, I mean, that's still utilitarian. It's not yeah. like a multi-valve head or yeah. it's not like a motocross bike or anything. Mm. Those engines are, that thing will run through water. It will yeah. just, Never
3: die. Yes, yes. You can't break them. Yeah, I mean, and additionally to that, my my um, ADHD I have with car cleaning definitely comes from my dad. Like we were never allowed to eat in the cars, um, and yeah. uh, uh, it it was he was very very particular about that about cleaning it. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I remember you know remember when Diamond Guard came out. Yes, like that was the yeah. you, you, you set, set your bonnet alight. We, <laughs> we had diamond, diamond guard, it was thrown in the water, the, the the wash bucket, it was used for polishing, it was used for whatever. You're not going to believe um, this, I have a bottle of diamond guard.
0: I won't use it. Let's put
2: it on the rav force bonnet and set it alight and see if it works. See if it actually <laughs> does what it says it does on the bonnet. Uh, well, that
1: would probably be the most you've washed a, a car in your life. Yeah,
2: yeah. this is true. Yeah, I mean, the rav I think the RAV, my RAV, since I've owned it for two years, it's been washed once. And that's when my v- dad visited and he borrowed it, so he went to wash it. <laughs> you I mean, see, that,
3: that hurts my soul a little bit when I hear that. Like, I mean, me, it's, it's supposed to it's work, like man. It's like Mark McCann not... with his Lambos, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a uh, RAV. It's I, supposed to work. I like, I like a bit of, like, dirt patina, but then it needs to be cleaned and be ready for the next trip. That's kind of, like, my philosophy. Interior, the, I can... Oof. I
1: can stomach a... a Dirty outside for now and then, but interior must be clean. I hate it when you get in a
0: car and there's a chippy or whatever that's been there for generations of... <laughs> but every student car has that McDonald's cheeseburger under the seat that's yeah. been there Ooh, since no, 1943. No. My and it, it, it's still soft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my dad always used to say, like... Um, there's no no journey in south africa that you would starve if you didn't eat so you'll wait until you are home <laughs> so so there's actually another another one of my dad's cars
2: that I forgot about so so before i was born my dad had a flamingo now this oh. is an, oh yes. Uh, yes so this is the gsm dart which is a south african designed sports car <laughs> yeah so my dad had the coupe version of that the flamingo that is weird like teardrop mm. back window kind mm-hmm. of thing and my dad still at that Point, my dad had to decide whether he wants to buy this car which by the way had a Ford engine it had a Cortina 1540 or a
0: 1640 it would have been a Kent motor
2: yeah but it was like a, a board out thing he said that thing rev to 8000 RPM um, the speedo would go to like 180 or whatever or 100 miles an hour and then the rev counter would still go on to, to 8000 <laughs> RPM so you think that, that thing ran um, but he, he could decide did he want to buy that or a a uh, a plot at, at Sundby where Hermanus is. Uh, yeah. So he could buy a plot at the sea, like a proper plot mm. for a for a beach house, or he could buy this. So the Troop petrol at that easy went for this and screw the you know property <laughs> at the, at the beach <laughs> for that kind of money. Um and then the 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 special car, the most special car for me was growing up. That was when we moved from Cape Town to Kuruman. We still had that car. Um, and my one of my dad's best friend, my dad's best friends, built a uh off-road racing car. So it used to be called the the uh, pipe car. We just mm-hmm. call it, but yeah. it was actually a mid-engine, a mid-engine, as in front mid-engine, like a Jag E type kind of thing. Mm. Um, so it was a was purpose. My dad's best friend is an engineer, and he actually built built it when he was. I think it was just started working or we're still mm-hmm. studying. So they built it in some spot, uh, the um, road to Stellenbosch, that Bonnie mm-hmm. Mile road. Yes. So he was, uh, he stayed uh, at a, he had a, a room there somewhere and he started building this car, but they didn't really have space to do it. So he built it inside of a, a room or something somewhere. And they had to break down the wall <laughs> once you they go. were done with it to get it out. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but they built it. Um, but this thing had a Ford 289 V8 motor, Ford small block V8 in the front. It had the rear wheels from a, some or other military vehicle, like a 13 inch rims Mm -hmm. with these huge tires Tires. at the back, um, Jag suspension in the back, Mr. Q, you'd love that. Mm -hmm. Jag XJ6 or 420 Mm -hmm. suspension at the back. And then at the front, it had a combi suspension with with smaller wheels. Yeah. Um, where the radiator was behind you, behind the driver. So it was a well-designed thing with aluminum uh, plates and stuff. All over at an oil cooler in the front, um, serious piece of kit with a three-speed manual um, box. What did he do with it in there? He... So we, when we went to Kuruman, we, um so my dad's friend, he, started, he said he wanted to sell it. My dad's like, we want to buy it. Its um, uh, nickname was The Bear, like the bear yeah. mm-hmm. It was called because it sounded like that. Um, and when we moved up to, to Kuraman, we in the was early 90s or whatever, I was like a teenager just going to high school. Um, and my uh, mother drove the Alfa, um, the Alpheta. The, and my little brother was like a few months old. He was like six months old or something. It was one of the, we didn't have aircon in those days. It was one of the hottest, like 40 odd degrees. Enough. So you'd go like, uh, at Uppington. The tarmac, which kind of you'd see, so we would be. I I was driving with my dad part of it in the no windscreen, just like open, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I was driving in that sand monster thing with him, and the 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 tarmac, which you would sometimes see come up from the wheels, was that hot. The tarmac was like, like wet almost. Um, and that thing we used to like in Kuruman, we used to like off road, go drive with it, and do some hill climb stuff with it, and it was just amazing. So I Got to drive it a few times when I was a teenager, so uh, yeah, I kind of missed that thing. I would love to buy it back mm. if I could find out where it is one day. That was kind of cool.
0: So my, my dad actually had a 289 V8 as well, but it was in a slightly uh, more conventional, car. more conventional <laughs> with Aircon, mm. probably, or no, uh, it had Afrikan. yeah, uh, Mustang, <laughs> yeah. So he had a, a 1964 and a half. Mustang.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great, like a great, genuine great, great. thing yeah, um, I'm not,
0: i can't remember exactly why or how or what happened for it to come about but it was it was called a 1964 and a half mustang um, probably had should, a facelift somewhere in that
3: year or, I, I can't yeah. remember or what it was it the same it was a that was a thing that was when the there was an update yeah. a mid-year update and then it would be a an, an half but, uh, yeah, that
0: car was amazing. I mean, that thing was just, it looked cool. It sounded cool. It was terrible to drive, and it was unreliable at the best of times, I suspect. But uh, it was very cool just to have a Mustang. Um, but that engine
2: yeah. was very sweet. And it was. That's the reason why I used that engine, because it yeah. was a lot, it's smaller. It was a lot more revvy yes. than the 302. And the 302 exactly. was like a, you know, it had it had torque, and it was kind of reliable mm. and everything. The 289 could rev it was quite a, a bit, bit revier. with other with it's other kind of like in. the
0: it was like the 350 of the chevy range yeah um it was a revier motor it was a racier motor it was more sort of aggressively tuned where the 302 was just big lazy yawns of torque didn't want to rev was
2: just quite funny because that's the motor they used in the old sierra x or eight yeah they actually used the 302 it was actually not a great engine um
0: I think they just wanted more displacement to red tires or something. And they I still know.
2: couldn't beat the three-liter Alpha. <laughs> True. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, my dad had some cool and interesting cars. I mean, his first car uh, was a Ford Anglia, um, which was, uh, to use language from the day, biggie <laughs> warmgemaak. There we go.
2: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so so you, you know that with the Anglia, you get like little certificate. That guarantees you that a that a that a, a seagull can't crap
0: on the rear window. <laughs> <laughs> so his his anglia was actually um, he he kind of I mean the story is a little bit blurry, but from what I understand, he kind of built it himself because he had two anglias. One had a body that was good, but mechanicals that were shot. The other had good mechanicals, but everything else was buggered. So he kind of built one into the other to make one that was good. Um, and then he breathed on it and made it hot and well, make it go really faster. Um, but so of you can course, keep up with the standard Alpha, you mean? i ridiculous. <laughs> Eat an Alpha for breakfast.
2: <laughs> no, sir.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially since it would start And the alpha wouldn't you know. uh, I don't know about that to, one To win the race You have to start the race And a
1: warm-gemaakte Ford Is going to
0: start every morning Oh, it started every time It just didn't no, no. stop very well
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's not the starting that's a problem It's just once you're going for a while then it gets very hot next to the road uh, with, the, yes. with boiling out and, you know... Uh, yeah, and it's, sometimes there's flames... It's, is... ve- it's very... It's, it's almost like the 2000s cars like Neil in the first episode. It's very bubbly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> from the radiator. Yeah. You know, this, yeah,
0: this actually reminds me a lot of the French team when they lost and <laughs> suddenly there were all these reasons why they lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had that. That was... That was cool. Um, he had... Two W124 Mercs. Um, the first one he had was a blue sedan, and then we had this metallic green uh, station wagon, which I've mentioned before, Lovely. which was mm-hmm. just awesome. Um, and then we went through a phase of having a couple of American cars. We had the Mustang, obviously, and then we had a, a Chevy Astro van. That is a rare was, thing to see, yeah.
3: So cool. That's I mean, a the Rapey van? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> bit of a Rapey van. It's you, it right? has these, big 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 not a laughing matter, guys. Here's some lollipops for you. It has these big wheels. It's not a laughing matter, guys.
0: It had these big wheels with, with big fat tires BF on Hidridge. it. A F Yeah. With, That's typically with a it. With a white on. lettering yeah. on yeah. it. Like
2: the 18 van. Yeah, yeah. and it
0: had blacked out windows and the inside I know this it is It wasn't a set <laughs> up like you know it wasn't set up like a quantum with just bench seats it had individual seats in the back with armrests and oh, it, huge didn't the, leg it didn't room.
2: have the, the like the shack pile and stuff
0: No 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 this okay, was this okay. was a proper luxury van okay. I mean this one hmm. uh, I think they called it the EXP or something so it had a okay. slightly longer wheelbase than the mm. standard one and it had these like genuinely looked like first-class aircraft seat in the back of of this thing. And it was just the best and most comfy road trip vehicle we ever owned. Almost as comfortable as a RAV4. Yeah, almost. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Via Mexico. What was uh, kind of weird about this thing was at that stage, there was no such thing as unleaded petrol in South Africa. And that car specifically needed Uh. unleaded petrol to run. So every once in a while, as you're driving along, you'd get this warning on the dash, service your engine soon. And uh, this obviously caused us some concern. So we spoke to dealers. We spoke to people who, who ran these cars and whatever. And we were basically told, look, there's a little chip that you can put on the engine, a little chip, and then that sorts out the electronics and that light goes away.
3: So we did that. It doesn't that. solve the mechanical issue with putting, no. yeah. but the light is gone. You can, put funny. Some,
0: you
2: can put some, some, some uh, you know, masking tape on a dash as well, as well to get <laughs> away, but it's still not going to.
0: So we did that and uh, it worked for a while, but the light kept coming back. And then eventually we figured out, so American cars at that time were only allowed to have speedos that were marked up to 80 miles per hour. So that's about 140 Ks an hour. And we realized that if you drive this van so that the speedo goes just off the scale, then you're fine. The light goes away. Because <laughs> whatever it was that was clogging up the engine obviously just gets burned away. and There we go. <laughs> it's the well, no, it's fine. What you're so saying you just...
2: is an American van, it just needs an Italian tune-up. And then it just good. needed oh, an yeah. Italian
0: tune-up. <laughs> so one year we were going from Joburg to our holiday house in Amanzim Toti. And my uncle was giving chase in his uh, E30 BMW. He had a six-cylinder one. I can't remember whether it was. a th- 325. Three I think to it was a 323. Three. Yeah. No, it might have been a 325. Three, five. might have been uh, a 325, I, three three. I don't think the 323 yeah. three was, was in the e yeah. no, no, So it, it would have been a 325. And we we got to the sort of halfway point and pulled over for some petrol. And my uncle comes up to the window. He goes, how fast are you guys going? We don't know. I mean, we're just going slightly off the scale. Otherwise, this light comes on and it's a bit annoying. So, we're just doing just over 140. I mean, it's just over 80 miles an hour.
1: Yeah.
0: He says, are you sure? Said, yeah, well, that's that's what we've been doing the whole time. Turns out this van was running at 180 to 200 k's an hour all the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, was your speedo just mostly afterwards? Well, the, 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 sp- the speedo just goes off the scale and then it stops moving. So... You're so, so you're putting basic. your
2: foot down and thinking they're just stuck there. Y- yeah, <laughs> You just you
0: just think that you're doing just over 140, but in the meantime you're flying at like 200 k an hour <laughs> and you just don't notice it in that thing. That's fast for a bus. <laughs> That's yeah. very and, fast for and a bus. And he was struggling to keep up yeah. with the BMW <laughs> yeah. behind us, so uh, that did, was quite fun. You
2: did get a 323 E30, my uncle had one. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. it was the first, when, when the first E30s, before the facelift came out, you only had the three two two was the top one that you got okay. the, the day when the when the, when the triple three came out.
1: Yes, yes, the, yes. In
2: those days, the top the top one was the um, was the three two three.
1: So it could have
2: been a
0: three two three. So
1: interesting, uh, you saying about you put a chip in or whatever to make the car work on the South African fuel or whatever, right? The triple threes actually had a switch in the car as well, which uh, was just for for the South African market as well to be able to switch it to... Well, it was only in the South African market. Yes, 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 but it was still developed like to to be able to take like, let's say, 95 octane or whatever um, for the future. So, or something like that. I, I might be or, messing or up the story.
0: You should uh, check this out on Wikipedia. Well, <laughs> the
3: funny part is I… I Do you want uh, me to quickly check for you? I can tell you. Neil's, Neil's really good where, on Wikipedia. Yeah. He yeah. can show you. You can
1: go on uh, Neil is, I don't know, and you'll find it. But but I think it's a. It's, I was watching a Cars.Coza thing, man, and, and they, they, had, they realized there's a little switch, which if they turned that switch, they gained five kilowatts. And if stuff. you turn it back you it it was back on the standard so I Is don't know it if it's throttle? like a mapping thing it's a mapping a mapping thing depending on what octane you're running in the car or whatever like like that. possible
0: it's, but yeah could be yeah it's it's just that reminded me of of that but, but so yeah we we had we had quite a few interesting encounters with that van as well because um we always got pulled over by the police because a they just wanted to drive? see the van. It was left-hand drive, and also the space allocated on the bumpers for the number plates were not standard size. They oh. they obviously had American Square mm. number plate Tell
3: me about holders it. on them. <laughs> and, and, uh, they, and they never questioned the bottles of chloroform in the back of my cigar. No, no, well? no, 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 no. All the kids <laughs> that's always in the van, yeah. you know, all the sweets no, is a, Or is the sign, sign that school, says right? free candy yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side. No, never. None that's of that. But uh,
0: yeah, we got pulled over quite a lot. Um, and, you know, one time on on the way back from Joburg, this is before cell phones existed. Uh My dad had to go back to Joburg early for work, so we were traveling back with my mom driving get pulled over for these number plates and for lack of a better word, this traffic cop <laughs> standing at the other side of this roadblock just waves at his subordinate to go and issue us a fine for the number plates. So this little appy comes over and he says, no, 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 but I've got to give you a fine for the number plate. My mom explains to him, you know, this is an American car. We can't put other number plates on it. They just don't fit. Okay, let me go talk to my superior. So the appy goes back to the duck hut and the duck hut shakes his head and starts waving his finger in the air. And appy comes back and he says, no, no, no. The, the, the boss says, I must give you a fine. And my mom says, okay, but just ask him to come here and I'll explain it to him and and maybe we can make a plan here. So Appy goes back to the duck hut. <laughs> duck hut shakes his head, comes back. He says, no. He says, I must just give you a fine. He's too important to talk to you. Yeah, no, no, he... no, no. He's he's way too busy being a duck hut standing on the other side. So um, Appy starts writing out the fine and he's writing and he's writing and he's writing like it's freaking war and peace that he's <laughs> composing here. <yeah? laughs> Um, but Chapter we were stuck two. at this <laughs> roadblock for like 45 minutes. And, Jeez. you know, now my dad's sitting at home. He's wondering where we are because we should be arriving at some point or another. You know, more or phone? less t- what time we left. There's no cell phones. So my mom says, you realize that all the time you're wasting here, I've got to make up on the road. Otherwise, my husband's going to start worrying about us. Um, and in the end, I think it was like a 50 Rand fine for this stupid thing. And when we got back, my mom was so upset about this whole business and it was just the, the worst thing in the world that could have ever happened to us. And so she decided to write out a check. We still had checks in those days. Nice. Remember checks? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So we wrote out a check for the 50 Rand fine and she wrote out another check for another 50 Rand. And she said, here's the payment for the fine. And here's another payment for 50 Rand because I'll be driving the same road next month with exactly the same number plates. Please don't waste another 45 minutes of my time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I must say, I also get very irritated when I get stopped and they just make a whole thing, oh yeah, you know, whatever their case is. I'm like, you know, just, just, can you please just write and move on? Like, I don't want your stories. I don't want you like, oh yeah, you think you can. It's like, no, I'm not giving you attitude. Just, don't give me attitude and waste my time. Just yeah. get it done. Cool. Yeah. If, if if I did something wrong, mm-hmm. just write it up. If I have a problem, I'll fight it. I'll do whatever. But just I have somewhere to be, so let's just.
0: Um. Yeah, it's 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 quite sad that we've we've had to adopt that kind of attitude. I actually, uh, I think one of the episodes that we need to record is going to be a road safety episode because there's a there's a big issue to discuss there. Um, we need to get JP Smith in here and then take some of the, uh, you know, the padding is, off the walls. Um, it, it, it's not just JP Smith. It's 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 institutionalized from the top. But we'll we'll get there's to many that. reasons. For it, yeah. There's there's many yeah. reasons for it. Um, and I have in the past written articles about road safety and the problems with applying road safety and law enforcement in South Africa. But you can ask for comment. You can ask them to join us for an interview. You're never going to get a response. Out yeah, it. it's yeah. just never going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what, what, what other co- cool cars did my dad have? Um, we had the Mustang. We had He had a, a, a Honda Prelude, actually.
2: That's cool. Wow. That's yeah, cool the, the one like with the, with the, the last the one that had the pop-up yeah. headlights. Was the, it an auto or a manual? The f- the facelift- it was an auto. auto yeah. mm. there yeah. A lot yeah. of, them were, of them were. It was, so it, it, was the, it was the facelifted one of the first generation? No, it was
0: actually it was the… They were the pop-up light ones. The first gen was the really square, straight-lined one. The second gen was similar in shape, had pop-up headlights, but it was slightly more rounded. That's the one we had. Cool. So he came home one night with this bright red prelude, (laughs) pulls it into the garage, and that was the last time he drove it. Huh? What? My mom stole it. (laughs) <laughs> my, dad, my dad bought himself a nice sports car and my mom thieved it. My <laughs> mom was like, Thank you, I'll nick that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh so that was the his that was his prelude. But something else that was very important in my life was the Ford Cortina. Hey. He had two of them, both of them three Liter V6s. One eventually went on to my granddad. Were they? But beige? we had this baby blue no. V6 ford cortina with the louvers on the back oh yes it was a it was just a fantastic car um it made a good noise and yeah i mean that thing was just the epitome of cool for me anyway
1: Uh, Uh, well you you quite on a nice track to be in a good having a few cool dad cars right? With i'm working your, on it i'm working with your, on
0: it. with your with your hard
1: top mazda mx5 that neil couldn't believe exists like yeah. a unicorn you know
0: but that wasn't that wasn't really a dad car <laughs> um nor was it, it was more like a dud
3: car <laughs> <laughs> uh, what rims rim, that, that sort of chrome rims that that a lot of the guys put on them with the louvers on it is, is that what they came like from factory I can't the, remember the Cortina. The, Cortinas. the chrome steel rims. No, the they... Steel rims? Or the, do some guys those, widen them? Because I feel like it's got yeah. Those a, were the Rostyle style wheels. Is that one one that the Interceptor basically then came on? The, 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 I think do. the Interceptors came out with them. Um, I and I
0: think the Exos 6s came with them as well. Yeah. Um, and a lot of guys did cut them and widen them and weld them up and, and made them quite So the, it,
3: tell, tell me a bit about the... Because I, I know the name, the Interceptor. Was that a V6 or a V8? It, it, was, it was a V6? V6. Interceptor was a V6. It was a special it had,
0: edition. It was a special edition. The cops used them yeah. as mm-hmm. well, uh, so that was kind of what gave it the name "Interceptor." Interceptor. I think yeah. I mean, it was the
2: cops, right?
0: Yeah, it had yeah. triple, uh, triple Webers on it. I yeah, think. Um, so it had a cob per pair of cylinders, mm. and it,
2: it was, but but it was kind of it was also a special, I, I could guess. Yeah, right? they, they, didn't they did race them because they did race them. So in a matter of a search damper used mm. to race those cobs.
0: And the the XR6 was kind of more like a trim level, kind of like the 30s, as far as I know. It was slightly warmer than the the normal. It wasn't lot V6 one, but the lot interceptor was a hell a of a lot performance. The the interceptor was, was, was considerably hotter. No, the interceptor was cool. All right. That was the uh, was such a I think, a cool I think the
2: three liter S was 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 was, was getaway car, right? Yeah. I don't think he had an. I, I'm not sure mm. he had an interceptor. I think he had a normal three liter. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, that was the Andre Standard car is the Cortina.
0: Yeah. But the Interceptor had, like I said, it had the the triple Webbers on it. I think it had a slightly more aggressive cam in it. Um, It had what was termed at the time banana branches. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And a slightly free-flowing exhaust, stainless steel exhaust. Um, You know, that was back in the days when a performance package actually gave you Proper performance. Stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just, it it gave wasn't just something a, to a mild actually. tune or a turn up of the boost pressure. Pops and, and bang Pops and, and bangs whatever. And stuff like but that. The
3: major- a lot of those Fords I feel like is gonna is, is currently they're literally expensive in South Africa. Yeah. Or for what for what because a lot of them are being exported. I was actually watching mm. Watching a, um, a restoration the program.
0: Are, the escorts are escorts, more prone yeah. to well, that. Well, the, the Cortinas. The one and twos, as,
3: yeah. as, mm. I mean, the earlier Cortinas as well, because I, I, mm. I've i watched the, um, one of these restoration UK restoration but, programs. But you're talking about
2: the, the 60s Cortina, the, the small one. Yes, the smaller those, ones. You know, those one. Those are super yeah. valuable. Yeah. Yeah. The newer, look, the ones we had is more like the medium-sized sedan yeah. Yeah, one, we, the later
0: the one, ones. The one, we, the one I'm talking about was a Mark IV. So that's mm. the square box. It's a much one. bigger yes, car. Yeah. It's a much yeah. bigger car. The original
2: ones were almost like... They competed with the Alpha Juniors
3: on the racetrack. Yeah. And, yeah, and they cars. became the Lotus, the Lotus Cortina. The Lotus Cortina yes, yes. Show. Yeah, yeah. The twin
2: cam engine. Those things are
3: special. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, right. I, I watch a lot of these programs. And it's funny that you see like a, a GP number plate somewhere in the background of a, UK, yes. of a show in the yeah, UK, yeah. basically. You'll, so you'll see them quite often. Uh, the UK mm. steal our cars, man. They, they really do but, steal well, we our steal, cars. We steal their rugby. We like kicked them all out of the World Cup. So it's, <laughs>
0: People always say doing. the UK steal our cars, but at the end of the day, we're quite happy to take yeah, their pounds do, yeah. when someone wants to buy yep. an Escort yeah. for an enormous willing amount of money. Willing buyer, willing seller, seller no, unless, yeah.
2: unless it's, a, it's a, you know, reappropriation you know, without compensation if, or whatever. Yeah, if, you, you, if you
0: want to pay that kind of money to buy the car, to keep it local, by all means do it. But, but uh, that's where the market is. But how and the reason they're so hugely popular and expensive in the uk is because of the rallying history Mm. that those escorts had and the guys yeah the touring cars and the and the rally history the guys you know grew up watching those things race through their back streets Mm. and now they want a little piece of that nostalgia so why why is the uk so prone to rust and stuff like that because i mean salt because it's wet and it's salty
1: it's it's worth that. Salty it's from worse the from throwing the, salt or yeah, they, they, or, they throw, throw salt they on the roads, the ice on the roads for, for yeah, ice yeah.
0: and snow.
2: That's okay. why in Europe generally the cars, cars have that problem. Yeah, yeah cars cars rusted. Rusted a bit. Oh, I mean okay. our I mean Alphas rust in you know, in Durban or in Cape Town as well. But, yeah, but in, but it's
1: worse in the there. UK they rust in like a day. So, yeah. and that's why they buy them from here
3: mm, dry <laughs> dry cars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. interesting. I but didn't yeah, know we've that. got some
2: interesting, interesting dad cars here. Yeah, I, I mean, my dad can, has can. a lot of had a lot of cars even before. There's some cars that I I know there was a much longer list, like little yeah. Fiat five hundreds and little you know minis and things that that he so had. That that my, he hand hand also, there, there were a
0: hundred hundred other cars in in me. the history that I can't even remember. I, I just remember that when we moved, uh, when we moved to Europe, from where we were living at the time at that stage myself and my brothers were too young to drive so there were only two drivers in the house my dad and my mom um but we had to sell seven cars when we left here. <laughs> um
1: sounds about right
2: so yeah it yeah,
0: I mean, sounds about like the right moves to and me. i'm trying to think now what they I, know, were. I know it was, it, was that <laughs> yeah. it was the mustang it was the mustang it was the astro van i think the, i think we still had a honda at that stage we had a, a ford galaxy no Ooh. was it a galaxy laura no it, it was a what was no, the galaxy it was a can't remember now impala no, it wasn't in no, no, What, what, what did the Galaxy look
2: like? Was the Galaxy like oh, a bus thingy? Or? No, no the like Galaxy that, was like that,
3: a that, that, huge, the, the huge, huge... Portal. Yeah, it was a Galaxy. Sato yeah. oh, also oh, races them in the X-Thorics. He's raced them a few times. Like a, a, I a classic one? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: those
3: so are the big ones. So that was
0: a car that my dad picked up. Um, it was not road registered. It wasn't road legal. It ran and drove. But he essentially picked it up to have spares for the Mustang, should we need anything. It was only <laughs> afterwards that we realised that the Mustang was a 289 and this thing was a 302. Oops. Um, Fairlane, not a Fair Galaxie. Fairlane. Fairlane. Uh, yes. mm. Fair and um, so what ended up was that thing was standing in the back of the garden on stilts, on on trestles, and that was my play area. I'd come home from school, I'd do my homework. Sometimes I'd do my homework, sometimes I wouldn't. And then the rest of the day I'd sit in the fair lane and drive going that's yeah, a damn brum, brum, with the wheels and I'm just like having the best time my and life. And was it that called a awesome. driving car? It was running and driving.
2: That's how I sat in the mini Marcos in my car. <laughs> <house. Yeah. laughs>
0: so wow. yeah, that's, that, that was a nice little trip down memory lane. Yeah. I actually remembered quite a lot of stuff that I, I half forgot. Forgot, yeah. Um, but we will definitely be back next week. That's true. And we'll be uh, chatting about something else. Yeah.
2: yeah. Stay classy, San Diego. Oh, Stay man. classy, San
0: Diego. <laughs> 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 yare, yare fish cake.
1: <laughs> fish cake? I got a lot of people from the Alfa and Porsche family.
3: Yeah, tell dude? Like, welcome
0: to the Kartenau. I
2: get so big erotics. She it has it's just down. a closet petal in.
0: Yeah.